The standard of truth has been erected. No unhallowed hand can stop the work from progressing. Persecutions may rage, mobs may combine, armies may assemble, calumny may defame, but the truth of God will go forth boldly, nobly, and independent, till it has penetrated every continent, visited every clime, swept every country, and sounded in every ear, till the purposes of God shall be accomplished, and the great Jehovah shall say, The work is done. Joseph Smith, Jr. Welcome, everyone, to In Her Image, a podcast where we seek and celebrate our mother God in scripture, scholarship, meditation, the arts, and everyday life. We're your hosts, Kate and Jess, and we are always excited to be doing this. We are grateful that we've been called, so to speak, to speak about the mother, to celebrate all of those things and to share this content and these ideas with you. And we're just wanted to give a shout out right now. We're grateful for all of our listeners. Uh, Jess and I are, we've been planning out our episodes and we've been thinking about general conference coming up. And, you know, if you grew up in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, general conference is kind of like this holiday weekend for many of us. We all have our own different traditions and uh, maybe foods that we eat, people that we watch it with, whether we go in person or there's a lot of emotion and joy involved in this weekend. Um, There has been for me most of my life. As our focus is in this podcast on our Heavenly Mother, you know, as we hear a lot about Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ, And rightly so, we love them and we're so grateful for our relationship with them. But we do wish that there was more talk about Heavenly Mother and that's why we're doing it. But when we start this journey of seeking out Heavenly Mother, conference suddenly, you know, starts to change for us. And, you know, my husband brought this up. He's like, ever since you pointed that out. I can't unsee it. I can't unhear that you're talking about one parent and not the other. And, and I would agree. So we just wanted to kind of emotionally prepare everybody and ourselves for this experience and, and try and make it a great one. Yes. Perfect intro, Kate. Each year now, each conference, each six months, since starting to seek her, I have prayed so fervently that the people who are seeking Heavenly Mother will have a good weekend, regardless of what is said or isn't said during the sessions of conference. I feel I feel so much for us and for you. And I wanted to come here with Kate and help kind of set some intentions and One thing that I love about Heavenly Mother and my seeking of her is it has invited me into a place of co-creation. It has invited me to step into my power and accept that I am capable and powerful and able to create my own experience. And so we wanted to invite you to set some intentions for this weekend and 
spiritually create before we go into it, how you want the weekend to go based on your own feelings, impressions, and whatever rituals and activities you decide to create this weekend. So I just really wanted to invite you to co-create with your heavenly parents the weekend that you want to have. So that's kind of a the thing that I want everybody to be thinking of as you listen and all throughout the week is what do I want this weekend to look like and how can I create that together with my heavenly parents? I'm curious, Jess, for anyone new to this journey or not, what are some of the resources and things that you look to to include the mother in a maybe otherwise motherless weekend or week? Where do you like to go? And yeah, maybe let's share some of our favorite resources so that our listeners can hear something new. Well, at this point in time, there has been some really beautiful art, poetry, music, etc. created about Heavenly Mother. There is a lot. You can search hashtag Heavenly Mother or Heavenly Mother Art to find so many incredible pieces. Um, If you have time to order something and print it out or frame it and have it on your wall, to look at for during the weekend. Um, we, oh my goodness, there's such an incredible list. Natalie Jean Art, who we've had on the podcast has some beautiful pieces. I'm looking at one by Katie Garner. Um, there's Tessa Lee Art. There's, oh my goodness. Color Amber. The Color Amber. Art by Arone. So, so many. We couldn't do it justice if we tried to list them all. No, no. Um, And then, of course, there are books of poetry. We cannot highly enough recommend Finding Mother God by Carolyn Pearson. Rachel Hunt Steenblick has a few books of poetry, Mother's Milk, and I Gave Her a Name. If you haven't yet read The Tree at the Center by Catherine Knight Sontag, that's another great one. Um, It's just short. I think you can get it on Amazon. And these will really, really fill your soul and get you thinking. And um, one thing that I hope that these will lead you to is whether or not you just read a couple during the weekend um, to then perhaps go and create your own, whether you like to watercolor or draw or paint or perhaps dabble in writing some of your own poetry or essays or whatever medium suits you. I think that's a beautiful way to connect with the mother to meditate on her, invite her to be with you, and then see what you can create together and what will flow through you as you just tap into her energy and what she means to you. Um, what, what would you add to that, Kate? Yeah, I was thinking about music, um, you know, right? Poetry or right? Music, you know, whether it comes out like a hymn or something easy enough, like go through some of your favorite hymns and rewrite them as heavenly parents or include heavenly mother, somehow listen to this podcast, you know, like go back and listen to your favorite ones. One of them that I've been meaning to re-listen to was with Precia Simmons. 
I think it's seeking, dreaming, becoming, create, becoming. Yes, I've I've been really yes. wanting to re-listen to that one. I might do that leading up to this um, because she just makes beautiful points and speaks with such clarity. Those are great ideas. And if you're not musically inclined, um, create a Spotify playlist of songs that make you think of the mother. Kayla Gisman, um, her Instagram handle is kthoughtnuggets, I believe. She has created a playlist that's really beautiful. And a lot of the songs on there are like from Disney or, um, you know, Anastasia, um, other movies where they have songs about a parent or a mother. And it's really, really beautiful to picture your heavenly mother in those songs. And we have a shared list. Maybe we could share it in the episode show notes so that you can just fill your weekend with music if you'd like to. So what other rituals or intentions do you have you set in the past? Jess, you were sharing with me about last conference. And... Okay, so last conference, it was October 2021, and... So this is a ritual that I typically do right as I'm about to begin my my sacred blood, my moon time, my period. I take a bath, hopefully the night before, a nice, really warm bath, and I will turn off the lights and turn on my salt lamp and maybe have some meditation music playing on my phone and bath salts, maybe some essential oils to just make it really relaxing and... I get in the bath and that's like my favorite self-care ritual. And I did this to kick off my conference weekend last time, I think because I was starting to feel a little bit sick. So I got in a hot bath Friday night and oh my goodness, I just felt like I had been invited to this sacred space. I felt like I was in the presence of my mother, like I was in her warm womb space mm. and it was beautiful so I started um in my mind like connecting reaching out you know saying hello to my heavenly parents and just inviting them to be with me and to guide my prayer and I began to think of each of you I know a lot of you by name and so I hope you don't mind too much that <laughs> I thought of I thought of Kate, I thought of Sarah, I thought of so many friends and followers who I've met through Instagram and through this podcast. And I just prayed for each one of you that you would fill your own power and strength and that you would receive what you need that conference weekend and moving forward. And I just kind of intuitively also started to like rub my arms and just rub the the warm water up and around my body and to just think of what I want, what I want for myself, what I want for each of us. And it was a really, really beautiful, powerful experience. It might have been my favorite part of the whole conference weekend because I I left that bath just feeling so much love and light and strength. And when Sunday morning came, I don't remember where I had to go. I think I was picking up vegetables from our, 
I want to say co-op. So I was picking those up. I was in the car by myself. And when I drove home, I just still had the feeling that morning of radiating love for Heavenly Mother's daughters who are seeking her and sons. And it kind of carried with me throughout the whole weekend. And I just wanted so badly for each of you to have a good experience and to know what is said or not that our Heavenly Mother is aware of you and that her hand too is in the details of our lives, that we can look for her, we can seek her, we can connect with her in whatever way feels right to us personally. So that was my my ritualistic bath experience. And I know different people have different ways. You know, maybe for you, baths aren't your thing, but I just invite you to you know, think on what feels good to you. We had Becky Edwards on a while back and she talked about grounding, how she likes to go outside and take off her shoes and be on the earth. Maybe you go out and you lie on the grass or you sit and you meditate and allow allow her in and see where your thoughts are guided. I I trust that each person will know what is best for them, but I invite you to carve out a time during the weekend, whichever day it might be, where you can just connect to your own power and and to them. Thanks for sharing that, Jess. I also wanted to share some things that came to me prior to last conference. And um, a lot of people shared with me that that it was helpful to them in in setting their mindset. You know, I mentioned this like this beginning of a feeling of dissonance, like, why are my brothers and my sisters who are my leaders, you know, not speaking of Heavenly Mother? And what came up for me was that again and again and again, um, I have heard apostles, specifically, I was talking about a face to face with Elder and Sister Bednar. And they had these young adults in the room and and the young adults would ask them a question. They would answer it. One of them would answer. And then Elder Bednar would say, so that was my answer. What did you learn? And then that young adult would answer something kind of uniquely. And it wasn't just like repeating what they had said, but they would, they would give their answer of what they had gotten. It was different slightly from what they'd That's said. Cool. And Elder Bednar taught every time, I didn't teach you that. The Spirit taught you that. And I, the principle that he is teaching us and that many of the apostles and prophets have been teaching us is that you can connect with the Spirit and absorb truth anywhere you go, if that's your intention and if that's what you're tapping into. And the same thing goes like, I believe that the Holy Ghost conveys the feelings and the thoughts and the words of our Heavenly Mother to our hearts. That's how so many of us have connected with her, is through what we call the Holy Ghost. And in the past two years, some people's journey has been much longer of seeking Heavenly Mother, and some you know, are just joining us in the last six months. But around 2020, I've heard many, many women and men talk about this being the year that they kind of woke up to this. And it's, so it's been two years. 
And there's been so much. I mean, we have 40 episodes of a podcast all about Heavenly Mother. And we have so many other people that we still want to talk to uh, and get their perspectives. We have courses on Heavenly Mother. Mandy Green has a, a course called Finding Heavenly Mother in Scripture. And we, we recommend it. Like, it's just beautiful. That is a ritual for me. Like, I just make myself a cup of tea, sit down, you know, in the evening with my journal and just cast her up on my TV like I back in college. But this is the most interesting, you know, Bible study <laughs> in the world. And Heavenly Mother is revealing herself to us. And anyone who taps in to that spirit, no matter what is said or not said by our brothers and sisters in leadership, the Holy Ghost can still teach you and you can still hear her. Um, hashtag hear her. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yes. So it reminds me of the quote by Joseph Smith, which I repeated uh, on my mission often. We. That was one of the things that we would say every morning together. And so I'm just going to paraphrase a little bit. But the standard of truth has been erected. No unhallowed hand can stop the work from progressing. The truth of God will go forth boldly, nobly, and independent till it has penetrated every continent, visited every clime, swept every country, and sounded in every ear. Till so the purposes of God shall be accomplished and the great Jehovah shall say the work is done. And this gives me, I mean, I don't have to change any words for that to be about the mother. You know, this is the truth of God. And so no matter how long it feels like it's taking, we know that God is doing their work and they are revealing themselves to us every day. And it feels like it's accelerated in the last two years and it will continue to accelerate. And so instead of, you know, it's okay. It's valid to feel let down, to feel uh, disappointed, maybe angry sometimes at what's being said. But I think the energy that we can continue to put forth is that of faith in God's plan for their church. And I was talking to my bishop just this last Sunday. And one of the things he has said to my husband and I is, I have faith in God's plan for you. And I mean, that just feels so good. It feels so like, I trust that whatever's going on in your life, like God, this is part of God's plan for you. And in our conversation, we brought that up and, and kind of brought it back to like the church as a whole. like. We can have faith in God's plan for this church. And whether there's opposition or whether there's just feels like it's going really slow, it requires our faith to trust in ourselves, to trust in our intuition and what we've received, and to continue to connect with our heavenly parents in any way that we any way that we can <laughs> and, and know that the time will come. It's inevitable. Amen. Thank you. Yes. One thing you said made me think of a response that Jessica Smith, our 
beautiful friend in Norway said on her Instagram recently when you said, it's okay if, if you feel angry. It reminded me of something she shared in her stories that to feel our anger, to let that be a part of our our righteous experience and to let that fuel us and channel that anger into creativity, into making positive change. And so I invite you two to tap into that. Say, what, what feels off to me? Why am I angry? What about this feels wrong? And what can I do about it? What is this? What is something that I can affect? And that is a really powerful way to move through that anger and to let that anger create something mm-hmm. needed and beautiful. Because I bet you're not the only person who feels disappointed and angry because I know two of us are sitting right here who will be feeling it <laughs> right with you. Um, another thing that came to my mind that I wasn't planning on sharing because I felt like maybe I had shared this during our last conference episode and maybe I did. And if you're listening to both conference episodes, sorry, you're going to get this story twice, but I don't actually remember if it's in there or not. So I'll have to check later. But one conference recently, they were singing, I think, The Spirit of God. And it started with one solo singer, and he was male. And he started singing. I was doing the dishes. My four-year-old at the time was sitting on the couch listening. And then a choir of men joined him for the next verse, And my daughter looks at me and says, Mama, where are all the women? And I said, I don't know. You know, it's a beautiful song, but you're right. There's no women singing. And so to her delight, I started singing along with the men. And she just looked over at me and beamed and said, Mama, sing louder. And so I tried to sing louder. And then I realized this is what it feels like. This feels so symbolic of my journey where, yes, here on the podcast and on Instagram, I feel like I'm surrounded by seekers. But in other spaces, I feel like I am the lone standout person um, doing something I'm not really supposed to be doing, it feels like at times. And it just kind of hit me and I became emotional, but my daughter's still saying, sing louder, mama. She wanted to hear that, that female voice that sounds like hers. And so I sang louder through my building emotions. And then um, I think probably for the last verse, the whole choir of men and women sang together. And wow, that hit me so powerfully. Like, can that please be the experience with this whole journey that though we may feel like a soul, a soloist in the beginning and you know, we're not sure if we're welcome or if we're doing it right or whatever. Our children are listening. Our children are watching us. They want to hear our voices. To them, our voice is the most important thing in this world. And by children, I mean youth, the people you minister to, your nieces and nephews and actual children in your life. People all around you are watching and listening. And I just hope and pray, pray, pray that we will be joined by more and more voices. And I think that we will. And I'm grateful that you shared 
about your bishop and what he shared with you. And I think there, there are, there are so many members who love us and support us and who want the work to roll forth. And that might look different to each of us. We have our own ideas, right? But the concept of Zion, that is just unity and love and all of the truth coming forth. Thank you. Yes, I remember that one. It's gorgeous. Well, I was thinking I would close out, but is there anything else we want to talk about? I think that we covered everything that I was hoping we would. Just kind of to bring it back full circle, um, create your intention. What do you hope to get out of conference? Bring your journal, bring your your meditative mind and heart and that ability to feel and learn through the spirit like Kate was talking about and to feel that kind of undercurrent and may it be a beautiful, rich, fulfilling conference. May we make it so for ourselves. Trust in God and as President Nelson would say, let God prevail. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, we hope you'll share it. And if you haven't yet, please leave us a review. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can make a monthly donation at anchor.fm slash inherimage. You can also send us a voice message at the same website sharing one of your stories about Heavenly Mother. We would love to hear it and might even share it in a future episode of In Her Image. We hope you'll tune in next Sunday for another inspiring episode.